listen to the Fresh Prince to really watch that shit. I'm not gonna watch that shit. Hold on, hold on one second, one second, one second. One second. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm matter, hold on. One, I'm not even gonna say it again. But yeah, bro, like, like that shit is, it's just trash. That shit, I'm not gonna watch it. I can't watch it, bro. I, I'm, I grew up on the Fresh Prince player. Like that was my shit. I, that and Martin, like I grew those two things should never be recreated ever again. That should be the end of the end all be all of that. It's not based loosely off Fresh Prince either, but it's still it's like yo, bro, like come on, yo, I don't want to watch that shit. Carlton and doing lines and shit, Ashley like girls and shit. And as fine as Hillary is, you just you gotta watch. <laughs> nah, I refuse. Kara Parsons is Hillary, the same. Hey man, Hillary did eighty. The new Hillary fine man. Hey. Can't I had to make sure she was of age too. I was like, I felt old and dirty until I found out she was like grown. And I was like, all right, cool. I can, I can look at her like that. Like, yeah, she's no. nice. No. I mean, most people get over overcasted with their age. I mean, they're uh, younger than what they're supposed to be, basically. I mean, they're older than what they're supposed to be. The actors or actors, a lot of times they're older than I like, think really. Look her up, Coco Jones. She, she, she uh, uh, she's 24, 25, something like that. Coco mm-hmm. Jones, mm-hmm. if she's fine, I'm gonna pull her right there. I'm gonna pull her up right there. Yeah, man. Uh, and at first, off, oh, oh, and uh, what the fuck? I, I just started getting Zendaya. I just started realizing how Zendaya, how fine Zendaya is. I just realized that once I realized she was 21, I was like, I can look at her now. Not a pubescent. 16 year old. So. That was kind of weird though that they cast her for that movie with uh John David Washington. It's like at the young as hell with him, like. But she acted her ass off in that movie though. She, she was- did, but they, they could have went just a smidge younger with the guy if they were gonna do that. Well, I think he needs that opportunity because he just needs to be able to show his range. Cause he just got off doing whatever that movie. What's that what's that dream movie that he did or whatever? That shit with Chris Nolan, I can't think of the name of that. I know what you're talking about. Oh, that nigga 20, she's 25, excuse me. Excuse me, Zendaya's 25. Um, but yeah, bro. 25? Zendaya's 25 years old. She is a Virgo. Yes. Black don't crack. But Tom Holland doesn't look his age neither, and that's, that's, that's boo. That's, that's. They go together? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, boy. They got a crib in London. He, he finna wife that up. Yeah, he not gonna let that go. He finna wife that up, man. Hey, you can you blame him? Body man pulled root. Hey, you know what? You know what London dudes do? You know, you saw what David Bowie did to uh, Naomi Campbell? Not letting that go. They even, yeah. I think they even got, I think they broke up at one point. He's like, I'm not letting that go. You crazy? <laughs> For what? Sure. Get, get the hole. This time around, it's platinum. And this shit on my wrist. And it's. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't watch nothing that gives less than a seven on IMDb. According to IMDb, that show is not very good. Rich Prince. It's like a six out of 10. It's, it's not very good. Uh, ask Scott Kenny's in the building. Yeah, yeah. Rotten, Tomato, Rotten Tomatoes got it like in the 60. So, they, and those are like two of the better sites. I don't know. I mean, eh. Queen T's their own. I talking about uh, Euphoria at first, and I was just saying, nah, that's not No, Euphoria is fire. I'm about to say, Euphoria is fire. I got to watch the second season. I, I, I purposely didn't watch it so I can binge the second season. Euphoria is fire. I, I, I watched the first two episodes, so I got to watch three through, did they do eight this season or nine? I did nine. So I got I to gotta watch the other six. What the fuck are these niggas wearing, bro? All right. All right. Look, there's a lot of wrestling to get to, yo. 
It is a whole lot of fucking wrestling to get to. And I didn't even realize how much wrestling there was because I got a lot of fucked up shit to say. So I'm just, I'm prefacing right now. I'm prefacing right now before I get this shit started or whatever. This might be the whole thing right now. I have a lot of fucked up shit to say about that weekend. Not, I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm not even gonna lie. You gonna bring up the glitches in the game too? Yeah, uh, yeah. You fucking right, I am. You fucking right. I got a lot of shit to say about that and a lot of other shit too. Oh, before I get started. Yo! That was a good one because I ain't eat yet. Welcome to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. I am Joe Freeland, aka I am the one tweeting. Um, aka yo. We got to do better. We got to do better. My God. Anyway, man, it's another episode. I don't even know what number episode number this is, whatever. Make sure you name this episode, uh, Old Man Logan. Name this episode. What the fuck was that? That's what you go name this episode because that's what we. Ah, like Nardo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what the fuck was that? that you don't put that, you put that, in your, that, that little snippet in it. What the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. Dude, 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 what the fuck is that? For real, just like grandson. I swear to God, bro. Because this whole rest of the week, I'm, I'm, I am blown by the bullshit. It's on ten, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm blown by the bullshit this weekend. So I'm gonna hurry up, introduce y'all. Then I'm gonna go right into my spiel, and I ain't gonna hold nobody. I want to introduce the, the intelligent, the amazing Ascot, the man that is the uh, redhead wrangler. Uh, Mr. The original KG. Hey, uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. That redhead and wrangler threw me off. I'm just gonna start <laughs> off by saying I'm gonna need I'm gonna need the AEW commentary team to relax. You know, when a young lady loses weight, talking about all she's you know she's she's leaner. Look, thick thighs save lives. All KG facts. said so. All, all, all facts. facts. All, all facts. All facts. Going back. <laughs> Going back to my brother, the highest in the room, the most knowledgeable in the room, my man Ill Will, Ill Will with the skill. Coach, you want to call him hot takes, whatever, call him whatever. Ill Will, say what's up, bro. Your highness is here. That's all I need. That's all I need right there. Oh, you frozen. You frozen. We'll tell you first. Okay, I'll move on. Um, it's been a week in wrestling um, over the place, and you're going to see when we really cover a lot of shit today. So, yeah. My G, you were frozen for a little bit. I got nervous. I thought I lost you for a bit. I'm, I'm glad you're back, though. We straight. Sub zero is in the building. Right. Zero and the highest in the room is in the building at the same time. All right. The man, the middle. cold outside. That's true, too. The man. Sub zero in the building. We ain't talking about me or him dressed up in retribution. God damn it. Why would you bring up old bullshit? How would you bring that up? You don't care about this podcast. You don't care about yourself. That's why you said it. <laughs> so, and and also the great one, uh, the the wild one, the cool one, uh, the one that's the uh, most uh, lyrical in the room, ladies and gentlemen, Logan the Great. What's good, man? I take wrestling. Acknowledge me. <laughs> Why would you say that? You can't say that. Why would you say that shit? Why is that what you would say? Above all things. All right. man, you know, just, he, he would say that because um unfortunately Tay Conti beat him to the punch, getting that kiss on the lips from, from Jay. Hey man. Thank you for setting me up properly, KJ. It was a great kiss though. That was a that was a fire kiss, not gonna lie about it. Let me let, let me preface this while I say this. AW has done um a lot of pay-per-views and they've been far none. 
eight or eight or eight, eight or eight or eight out of ten, above eight out of ten, one of those. Revolution was a two out of ten. Oh shit. Revolution wasn't good. Revolution wasn't fucking good. You can't besides the tag team match, you can't tell me that there was a good match in there that was like, oh that shit was not no, that was those were spot monkeys. They were spotting everything. Even the fucking uh Brian Danielson, John Moxley match, no. The cold part about that, which is spoilers by the way, the cold part about that was William Real came out. The other cold part of AEW Revolution, they signed Swerve, which are not gonna do shit with him because they don't know what the fuck they're doing with him, even though he's over as fuck and he's white hot. Then motherfucker Wardlow won the, the, the ring joint, which we all knew was gonna fucking happen in the first place, whatever. The CM Punk MJF match was good, and it was awesome to see Punk come out to the old AFI stuff from Ring of Honor. That was awesome. But other than that though, Jay Cargill's match, Jay Cargill's match was okay. It was kind of it was it was, it was all right. The uh Chris Statland, the, the Chris Statlander, um late uh what's her name? Uh Layla Hirsch. Layla Hirsch match. Bocce, you can say what you want. You can say what you want. It was Bachamania in that bitch for a little bit before it really got started. The Sami the, the Sami Zayn and the, the triple threat match, whatever. Spots everywhere, whatever that way. Sorry, man. Sami Zayn. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Sammy, Sammy Guevara, whatever. The, the, the other fucking Sammy. Sammy Guevara, whatever. That was, that was spots all over the place. That shit, the, none of that shit was good. And then the and then the whole thing, listen, listen, bro. He gotta go, bro. He got to, it's got to be a new champion. And I'm, a, I'm, I'm an Adam Cole fan. I love Adam Cole. But that was a terrible way for him to lose in that manner than, in the first place, though. That was terrible. That was cowboy terrible. bullshit. Bullshit. It's, it's cowboy. That shit was trash, bro. I paid 50 bucks for that shit. All my fucking money. Bro. That shit was booty. That was trash. You, you can say what you want. You can say what you want about the rest of the pay-per-view or whatever. The tag match was actually good, but it was decent. It wasn't like. Cowboy bullshit. It was trash. It was bad. It was really fucking bad, bro. Like it was really, really fucking. It was bad. It was so bad. Like it. It was so bad, bro. Like there was, I was, I was watching this. Like it's gonna get interesting. It's gonna get better. No, bro. Not one bit of it. You just acquired Ring of Honor. We saw none of that except for like throwbacks of Ring of Honor actual talent. You just got a whole bunch of talent signed on. You teased the Kenny Omega thing, which didn't bother me one bit. That that was that's AEW. Like that's okay. That's fine. There's a story there. That's cool. And then when you tease the Kenny Omega thing, what do we think? Oh shit! There is going to be a tsunami wave of change that's about to happen. And you give us the same shit. Everybody the same champion. Nothing's different. You make Jay Cargill make out with Taya Conti, which I don't even understand. I don't even understand how she got there in the first place to accept the open challenge. I don't even, I don't give it. And then is she playing the anti-villain or is she, what is she doing? And then the Thunder Rosa match with fucking DMD. What are we doing? It was shite. It was booty. All that shit was trash. That's a two out of 10, bro. That's a two out of 10. Nothing was set up. Go back and get Cody. You need help. <laughs> <laughs> Go back and get right, him. So, so Joe, let me ask. Let me ask. Now they've they've been on like a steamroll for like two years, right? Prior to this two out of ten pay per view, as you put it, was there another pay per view that you just felt was this low? No. Everything with the exception of that that ending with the uh, Kenny Omega John Moxley match. 
You know, no, no, and honestly, let, let, let me preface this by saying I understand that their pay-per-views have been like high, high caliber. Like the ending of um what pay-per-view was that? Was that Revolution that last time when it, when when Adam Cole came out and Daniel Bryce came out? Was that, that was all out. That was all out. Okay. Like, don't get me wrong. I I, I understand, but they've been lit pay-per-view after pay-per-view. You know, aside from the like that that match with the ring blowing up and then Eddie Kingston covering John Moxley when there was fireworks going off, which was weird as fuck. Well, I guess that that match was actually decent. But um, Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho. I'm sorry, that was decent. But not, okay, it's three out of ten. Other than that, though, it it was pretty fucking bad. It was. I I challenge someone to be like, oh, what about that spot? No, you remember Regal, Swerve, the Kiss. That's it. There is nothing else. Those three things. <laughs> he said swerve regal and the kiss he's not talking about Mr. man's kiss my ass club exactly that's that's real shit that's <laughs> it that's all the fuck you remember we just lost it well we're gonna back that's all you remember there is nothing else there is nothing else i'll say um there's only two matches i would say were good quality the tag match and then danielson and moxley but Outside of Eddie Kingston winning, there was really nothing of note that happened at that pay-per-view to me because nothing else really mattered. There were no title changes. Um, there was no, well, I guess they finally flipped Warlow, so he turned on MJF. So I thought that was a good moment that was building up and building up and building up. So you finally got to see the payoff with that. Um, I still wouldn't give it higher than a probably a five or a six, so. Oh. I mean, the Warlow thing we saw coming after you got slapped, be like, he'll get your ass back somehow. That was stupid. I don't know why you, I don't know why you have to be in there slapping. That was dumb. Um, and then just you know, as you know, not to set, not to be a dead horse, but there's just such a lack of storytelling in a lot of these things. For example, Brian, Daniel Bryanson and uh, Moxley, that's going to be a, hopefully a really good program for a long time to come. Because when you add those three with William Regal in the mix, it makes it better. That's going to be exciting. So I understand why that match was the way it was. It was hard hitting. They did everything they possibly could to make it dangerous. It was good. That, that was a great match. It was a very solid match. But in that though, no, the, the Cole and... Cole and Page story lacked conviction. The fucking Cargill and Conti story lacked conviction. They just they they're just missing key components of certain things. Like when do we find out about uh Cargill and uh Conti? Uh I think Dynamite a few weeks ago. Yeah, see like that or Rampage one or two. That shit can't happen. She a champion. That shit can't happen. If you're gonna put her with someone where it's gonna be like a weekend, you gotta build up a name. Take Conti is not that name. And she doesn't have enough experience to kind of carry Jay Cargill too. To be honest with you, she this they they, they both kind of great. Well, I think they're kind of trying to build to it though, because um especially after death in their division. Um because you only only have Kari Shida basically. That's the only other option they really have. 
for Jay Cargill, and they're probably trying to build towards that because after Cargill cheated, there's really nowhere else for her to go except for being a double champion, and I don't think anybody really needs to see that. Um, they're going to have to build more talent up because uh, that's the thing. Um, when she drops that championship, it's like if they wanted to go after the AEW Women's Championship, it's like, yeah. But I'm saying other than Cargill cheated, there's really no one else that's noteworthy for a few of because they already did the Ruby Solo thing. I believe that was the tournament finals. Yeah. Um, they could revisit that. Um, but my whole thing was sticking with the women's division. Um, if Thunder Rose is not going to be the first to take the title off Rip Baker, then who is? That's my that's my one gripe with it. Um, super over with the crowd. Hell of performances with whoever she gets a chance to really work with. So... I'm, I'm just dumbfounded to say and do a title change at that point. Uh, it's basically the same thing. I don't need to see the same thing I ever had with Rip Baker, with Rebel and, and Jamie Hader interfere. It's been the same thing for the last, what, three or four years. Now it's kind of getting old. It's getting old. Like, no, no Mercedes Martinez to come out of nowhere just to kind of help out. After y'all just did that tag team match, there was the same old, same old. Like, it's, it's, it's repetitive. Even Red yeah. Dragon came out and helped Adam Cole. And then you tell me Adam Page is that cold where he's still, come on, bro. Come on, yo. What are we doing? You're not going to revisit that. You're not going to go back to that. You finna just grab some other wrestler until Kenny Omega comes back so you can have that rematch, which doesn't make any fucking sense. No point. Page is no longer over. You have to rebuild him. Now you have to rebuild him. At least make the match epic. At least make it one of those things where it's an epic fucking match. Y'all use the same spots that he did in NXT when he did with Ricochet. That was, was the exact same spots. We've seen that before. We've seen the moonsault before with the Super Kick. Seen that. Seen the Panama Sunrise on the floor when he did John Gargano. Seen that. Those are the same things from NXT, bro. You're not telling us the story. Even though you gave us all that time, let that shit build the fuck back up, bro. Build the fuck That's my problem. That's why I think and maybe they didn't do that because they didn't want to do the title change. I don't know, but I thought they could have let Thunder Rose and Britt Baker main event because there's more of a backstory there right. than there is with Hank. I mean, there's like, if you paid attention to Ring of Honor, obviously there's a backstory with Hank, and Adam Cole, but everybody, not can, everybody that's watching it now isn't necessarily uh, has the memory of what happened with Ring of Honor because I couldn't even tell you. I mean, I know some of their like major storylines from back in the day, but that's really like how many of your fans are following from Real Water to AEW. Um, and they really need to start thinking about something else. Because uh, you don't want, they don't want, they shouldn't want to get pigeonholed in the way out. They're world champion. You want on last. No. Let's actually build towards storylines that have some type of momentum and start putting them in the main event. Because otherwise, just. Because we say this every week, as great as the wrestling is, most of their high, top tier storylines in terms of storytelling, should I say, mm-hmm. have former WWE guys. Yep. And that's it. And that's. And that's going to be a problem pretty soon. It's going gonna, it's gonna to fuck everything up for them. If it isn't already. Well, the reason I say it, it hasn't quite yet is because Adam Cole is younger than us. Um, one reason why, I mean, granted, you don't want to put it all on one person's shoulders, but what I'm saying is 
at least, you know, he's going to be around for more than five years. Because mm. in, in five years, Brian Danielson will probably be completely part-time, if not retired. No punks might be retired in five years. Another two of your better talkers and storyline tellers they have. Jericho will be gone in five years. Another, you know, three of your best talkers, three of your best storyline tellers going to be gone. So they'll still have MJF, obviously, more than likely. But they, we like I said, we said this before, outside of MJF and Britt Baker, their homegrown talent does not, does not have a lot of personality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a problem um, because outside of, because Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker is like arguably their only storyline with people. And you can't even really call them quote unquote homegrown talent because Thunder Rosa, you know, she made a name for herself in NWA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and the and the issue and the issue at hand is, is that if you're if you're building these storylines, you have to let them build. They can't be the climax at the pay per view. There should be another notch to that storyline. The reason why people were so compelled with Hangman Adam Page is, is because you let that actually build, and it kind of forced you to build when his son was to be born because it forced him to be off TV, and it forced us to miss him. That's why it was because he was he was white hot. They thought he couldn't win the big one. They created the, the dynamic that he was not going to be able to get to be the, the big one. And then all of a sudden, the next storyline, what happens? He, he wins the, the little ring again. Then he faces Kenny Omega and it goes on from there because you created the dynamic of that. You created that in that way. Like you made it so so you ha- it had to be more than four weeks had to be months at a time to build that's why we were so excited when he won it and that's why the match was so good now when you have adam cole trying to pack everything that they've been through for the past 15 years in four weeks it doesn't make sense you have to create a dynamic where the story can actually build you have to put sizzle on it you don't just create you don't you don't just cook some food without seasoning it that's stupid that doesn't make any sense it's not yeah, going to anything. It's not going to breed flavor. No one's going to remember that Adam Cole, Adam Page match. You know why? Because no one even remembers remotely what's going on at that point. Because you only you only put in like bits and pieces of it. And your promo, and honestly, the promo work video-wise is lacking too. Because WWE does a good job of condensing all their uh, videos in the promo work where we actually understand what's going on. Don't give us old Ring of Honor footage and just say, oh yeah, they used to wrestle Ring of Honor together because we acquired that company, just so you guys know. Come on, But bro. see, that's where you get the pitfalls of uh, of being a, 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 they basically still a brand spanking new company, bro. Like WWE has had, what, over 40 years to get this thing right when it comes to vignettes and all that kind of stuff. And, and then now it's forever. The story, you know what I'm saying? Like. We know they're capable of doing that. Hell, look what they did with Brock and then Roman. Nobody was clamoring for that. And you might still have some that aren't clamoring for it, but you'd be remiss if you said the storyline wasn't grabbing you at least or wasn't entertaining at least. You know what you're going to get in the ring, yeah. but at least the storyline, you know what I'm saying, is leaps and bounds better than what we got See? in the past several times. I'm gonna be honest. See, this is why I'm about to sound like a grumpy old man to get off my line. Outside of AJ and Edge, I couldn't care less about WrestleMania. I'm gonna be honest with you. 
is all terrible. We got Johnny Knox. We got Johnny. We got Johnny Knoxville mm-hmm. and Sami Zayn when they could have easily took their time and built Ricochet and did Sami and Ricochet at WrestleMania. Oh, but no, they need to have. Uh, uh, this isn't in the mid two thousands. Who cares about Johnny Knoxville at this point? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like Logan Paul is good enough. Like, I don't care for him, but I understand he has a following at least that's relevant right now. But who is Johnny at this point? Like, they got a new jackass. But okay, that's cool. But once again, this isn't the MTV era anymore. Why should we? Why do we need Johnny? This is the equivalent of David Arquette winning the WCW Championship. <laughs> no, it's that, that's funny, but it's real shit. Like that doesn't make. Any- oh, he, he's he's dead. He's dead on the money. Um, I mean, why are we getting Ronda Rousey and Charlotte? Storyline wise, didn't even make sense. Who's the only person that's ever pinned Ronda or made her tap? Becky. But I'm gonna go after Charlotte. Like they had great chemistry, but at the same time, if we if we can get. Roman and Cena for the first time at No Mercy five years ago. You telling me we have to wait to WrestleMania 39 to get Char- uh, Becky and, and Ronda? Because at that point, we don't know. You know what I mean? What if one of them decides, you know what? I want to add to the family. Nothing wrong with that, but at right. what point do we get it then? Because right. at that point, I'm going to be honest with you, Ronda, I'm not trying to put words in her mouth or anything like that. I just don't think, I don't know how many women are active wrestlers with multiple kids. I'll be honest with you, bro. I, I, I care not about any of that. Like, I don't care any about any of the things at WrestleMania. I just know Kevin Owens is facing Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's going to be five minutes and a lot of beer. Um, Edge and AJ are going to steal the show. That's going to be the show. It's going to be the show. Yep. And then, and then after that, it's... Basically, Roman and Brock, which we know the outcome of that because they're already showing us what that's going to be without really showing us. The tag team championship is with RK Bro now with, for the Raw tag title. I don't even know who the SmackDown tag team Oh, I'm sorry. Usos. The Usos. And, and, and they're going to face, they're going to lose the Viking Raiders because they're due. And then um, Aaron Connell championship is going to be Johnny Knoxville and what's no, the Ricochet won this. I don't, on Friday. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. It, it, the fact that, no, it's cool. But it's just the fact that that's the only thing that saves that is the fact that it's not for the championship, I suppose. My whole thing is there's really no reason to care about any of these matches for me. Like, ah, uh, you know what they're doing? They're pulling out of that old Pete Rose versus Kane bag. Remember when they used to have a little silly stuff like that going on back I mean, in the day? I mean, they did, but it's, it's, it's a travesty that Drew McIntyre went. From Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 36 and Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania 37 to dumpster fire Baron Corbin. Not putting the happy. That's how. That's how you. Re- that's how they reward arguably their most valuable male wrestler outside of Roman in the last two years. And then no, and no, no fault of Roman. You could argue Drew's been the most valuable because Roman was gone for five or six months. Right. In right. 2020. So that's that's how they do him. They basically give him a pre-show worthy match. Like you don't, we don't get something new and fresh. We don't get Drew and Roman. We get Roman and Brock, who are going to be wrestling. Let's be honest, probably at WrestleMania forty-five at this point too. Like let it go. Like it's done. We've seen it. I don't need to see no part-timer have four feuds with somebody in a span of seven years. 
It doesn't make sense. None of it makes like that, sense. That's the equivalent of a feud every year, is it not? That's like two full-time wrestlers having a feud every year. <laughs> Didn't we see that with Cena and Orton got tired of it? Yep. Yep. Literally, Hell in the Cell. They, I think, no, that was Hell in the Cell or one of those things where they did each other's moves. Like, we were really sick of it. We were that was, um, that was, I think, Royal Rumble 2014 when the Wyatts came out and, like, got a baby face pop. That's how tired that fans were. Because at that point, you're realizing <laughs> that there's, there's certain, there are some things from Paul's creation who you should be putting in charge at this moment because he knows what he's doing um, in terms of just giving it that good brand. The thing about the thing about this that kills me is that you have someone who knows how to give you good vignettes, good storytelling, and a good match. But you crucify him for losing to a battle that you were not equipped to win in the first place because you handcuffed him. You didn't let him do what he does best. Oh, he gave him a little juice too, man. He called him a piss and company. Bro, but okay. That was, let, that was karma. Let, let, was let's... Karma. Let's be frank here. Then he got too big for his britches. Let, let's be frank here. Did Triple H, was Triple H ever a fast starter in the ring, ever? Yes or no? Was he ever a what? A fast starter. Like, he start fast with the match. No. no that's no. not his game, bro. That's not who he is. He He's a he's a builder, bro. He, he, is a, he is a slow build type of guy. He is, I'm going to catch them in the end type of guy. That that's how he does it every time because that's what he was raised on or whatever. He's in the same thing with NXT. It was a slow, it wasn't an instantaneous thing where all of a sudden NXT was fired. It was a slow build. It was a slow build. Yeah. You're you absolutely right when you absolutely right when he said uh what he kind of set himself up with that bullshit. He's like, yeah, piss that company. Yeah, he set himself up with that shit. He shouldn't say that shit. And I mean, in the moment, you know, he's feeling himself. He was he wasn't he wasn't Paul Levesque in that moment. He was Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, the the only reason he even said that though was to be funny. It wasn't that's AEW getting stuff, and see that's one problem I have. They beat stuff to a dead horse at times. But the client, right. the wrestling fan, is so fickle now, where they held that against Triple H, at least to me. Yeah, but in the context of what he was saying though, the yeah. so the context of what he said it was I Billy Gunn said I can do what I want Vince can't fire me then Triple H proceeded to say he could buy a piss can company just to fire you and that was kind of like a, it was kind of like playing off with IWC said that how petty Vince is basically yeah but he said he'll buy that piss can company just to fire you again it was a kind of like a the way Triple H I, trolls I, 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 I get like, it like no, but I'm saying like that time he was like me and my friend Billy, we're gonna we're gonna riot, we're gonna rent, we're gonna boycott, whatever. When you remember that promo, it was basically just to troll the IWC. Yeah. I never took it that way. AEW needs to they get too big for their britches at times. They want to constantly acknowledge what wrestling observer six star matches and all this stuff. It's like, bro, that's for the fans. Like, I don't need y'all patting y'all on the back on television talking about I was voted most charismatic. That's cool. Like, stop jock riding y'all You know what I mean? And, and like, that's the cause of being like a brand new company. Like, every move Tony Khan has made has came from out of Triple H playbook. He's leaning heavily on everybody Triple H made a start over on the Black and Gold. AW, my problem with AW is they're basically the equivalent 
of the Houston Rockets and their analytics. How they pat themselves on the back. That's my biggest problem. Like, we said they need better storylines. Honestly, I'll, I'll be real with you. And the old NXT is the one that made the most sense out of all the storyline-wise, wrestling-wise. You combine it, that probably was the best show. And unfortunately, was losing the ratings war because they didn't really do that right. They shouldn't have gone head-to-head at AEW. Or if they were going to, they should have sent some more talents. Like they're doing now, ironically. You send AJ Styles, you send Dolph Ziggler. And do, and do things like that. Yeah. To help people, you know, get gain the casual viewers. What I'm saying is, though, is just... I, I, I don't know, man. It, it's frustrating at times. We're not going to get no quote-unquote perfect show. We don't need a perfect show, but they both, both shows got to do better. Because to me, if I'm fantasy booking, I'm flipping that whole WrestleMania card, a lot of those matches. First of all, Brock and Bobby would have been saved to WrestleMania. I wouldn't have did it at the Rumble. Because if you need something new and exciting for Brock, that could have been it. Um, I would have did Drew and Roman for the title. Because now, what are the top? What's the top storyline for the men on Raw? That just, that just, that sucks. Like, oh, you know what? Y'all going after the storyline? That's what this match is for. Everything's trash right now. I it's mean, not for world champ. Like this is terrible. Like you have two brands, but then one brand can't even compete for that title. Court, uh, Ko and Seth were worth the watch. And then whoever AJ was facing because he was having great ass matches before to watch, but now it's like literally, uh, just it, Raw is hard to watch. It's hard to watch. It's just hard to fucking watch right now. So you, you know, know what though, this WrestleMania, if it fails, it's a direct result of all of the premier talent that they let go over the the, the the last quarter of last year, well, the last two quarters of last year, um, you know, Kenny was just saying something about having fresh, fresh fuse, fresh, you know, uh, uh, matches. You know, we was looking forward to possibly Karrion Cross versus John Cena. Karrion Cross versus uh, Drew McIntyre, maybe. That's not happening no more. No. Adam Cole could have been going against Ricochet and helping build him up on the main roster. You could have had him going against Sami Zayn. You could have had him going against Shinsuke. You could have had AJ versus, you know, we got Keith Lee on the main roster, but they they they, they, they fucked it up. You could have had Keith Lee versus Braun Strowman. Like, I don't know, or Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley. Like, it, the, the, there was so much talent let go that I, I can't speak for y'all, but for me personally, it was a lot of matches that, you know, I was sitting there kind of spitballing and kind of just saying, yo, this could be a great WrestleMania if these people were still there, if these pieces were still there. And now that they're not anymore, it was, it, now we left with Johnny Knoxville making appearance, which I don't mind him making an appearance, but I don't want to see a Johnny Knoxville match. Ever. You know, that doesn't deserve to be part of the main card of either night one or night two. It better be on the pre-show. I just really feel very, I feel very bad that the freaking Intercontinental Championship has been reduced to rubble because Ricochet deserves that title, but he deserved to have it with like a storyline where there was a slow build, where there was something beautiful behind it. Now Ricochet has the title and he'll probably lose it in 
three or four months, two, two, two or three months. We won't even have a long reign at all. So now that'll be like a, that'll be a, a, a cup of coffee in the big time. Macho Man reference. Like, that's it. Like, it just, that's it. He'll only have it for a little short amount of time. Then on top of that, you got Finn Balor. Is Finn, is Finn going to face uh, yeah, the Archer of Infamy at WrestleMania 2? Is, is he going to do? See, that's what I'm saying. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are we? You made him a heel. Okay. Great. And I didn't mind the heel turn. It was just it's kind of weird how they did it. You know? Uh, once again, this was them fumbling. You know, I made fun of the mesh pants, you know, episodes ago, but Damian Priest, as he was in NXT, kind of like an updated Razor Ramon. I don't know if y'all looked at him that way, but just me, I kind of, that's how I kind of looked at him. And I was just kind of like sitting there watching that match. I'm like, oh, this match kind of got Sean Razor uh, vibes. Yeah. This could be an interesting feud if they do it the right way. Yeah. And it, it could be kind of hot shot. It could be nice. It would be nice if they did it the right way. If they actually do it, the right way, like if it's actually one of those things where I wouldn't mind him going back and forth the way they did with Samoa Joe and um, Finn, because they've done it before, and then the demon yeah. come out. That's cool. Um, I just want them to make it make sense for me. That's all. Like, don't get me wrong, they lost a lot of talent, they, and they gave it away to put themselves back in the green so they could sell their company. Awesome. They still got some good pieces that they can still utilize and and still do things with, but. They need to hurry see, up. And, then, and see, this is the feedback off of what Tim said. When they go ahead and gut the roster, do things like that, now it's to the point where they can't really make any new stars in terms of even the mid-card because once it's time for Finn to drop the championship, we know it's going to Austin Theory but because they, they have no other option because they gutted the roster and everybody else is gone. Like, we've seen Seth as a U.S. champion. We've seen KO as a U.S. champion. There's really no point in putting them in that position. The only other option to have is maybe Chad Gable, but I don't know if they'd give him, unless you, you know, kind of use Otis as that enforcer role for him, I guess. But they don't really have many options for him to drop that championship once it's time and where it's going to be someone that the crowd can get behind and be invested in. Um, and same with SmackDown. They, you know, the, uh, both rosters are good. We want Ricochet to have a good run, but outside of Sami Zayn, he ain't got no dance partners. Yeah, not on the not on the heel side. So, I mean, I'm just looking at their roster in terms of, you know, to split up Angel and Umberto uh, because I think Angel and Ricochet can cook. The problem is that'd be better on it, the old school NXT than the on SmackDown. SmackDown might do an actual storyline. But um, yeah, or unless they call up Santos, I don't. I don't, may, I don't get it. It might be after after WrestleMania kind of thing. Because they they uh, or you know it would be another good feud for him. Um, but they flipped him to being a babyface. L.A. Knight and Ricochet. Yeah, if they had called him up, you know they turn him, but. I don't know, man. Uh, there's just a lot left to be desired. Uh, it's, it's 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 hard to watch, man. Uh, um, what's, what's what was the former cruiserweight championship? The cruiser cruiserweight championship name? 
from New Japan. What's his name? I'm a man that did the uh, Back to the Future shit. Yeah. Oh, Kushida. Kushida. I don't even know what happened to him. And there's a, oh, well, well, I'll tell you what happened to him. He's with another um, New Japan star that wears jackets. The wears jacket. They're a tag team. Their name is Jacket Time. I almost left this. I'm very <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm very serious. I literally watched them put that on the screen. Jacket time. I don't even know where you go from there because um What am I watching anymore? What what wrestling impact? You're is- watching a kid playing his Sandbox. That's <laughs> what you watching. <laughs> Impact is so good, and I have not invested the time in watching it the way that I should. And I owe Impact my apologies. New Japan costs ten bucks, and I don't want to be disappointed. So I have not invested ten bucks in that yet. To rent Battle of Los Angeles for PWG is on the way. And I've already have it in my Rolodex. I'm going to watch that shit because that shit was fucking epic. What the fuck is this shit? Why is it Tommaso Ciampa versus Dolph Ziggler versus Brian Breaker? What are we doing right now? You're not going to give it to Dolph. We know that already. You're not going to give it back to Tommaso. You're not going to give, you're not going to give back to him. You're not going to give back to him. You're not because you're you. Because you're you. Because you're but not even. And that's not even. That's not even me saying anything in the most respectful way possible. That's that's just the honest to God truth. Because you're you, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I don't understand the premise of, I don't get Ron Breaker. I don't get any of it. I don't, here's my thing with Ron Breaker, right? I don't mind pushing Ron Breaker. But, you know, they did the, 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 the Brock Lesnar push where they hot shot him straight to the NXT, you know, world championship. They didn't have him go through the ranks. They didn't have him go to the North American title. They didn't have him go with the tag title. Then, you know what I'm saying, finally get the NXT championship. Uh, But, you know, whatever. We've seen this before. But at least with Brock, before Brock actually got the title, like Brock ran through, like, some legends to smash some people. And he just kind of proved when he did have a full-on wrestling match with people like the Kurt Angles and, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 Rob Van Dams or whatever. He showed he could make, he could go there too. Like he showed he was a full-on. Just you knew why they were pushing Rock. I mean, I mean Brock to the moon. Uh, they didn't do that with Brian Break. Um, and then on top of that, you got everybody that you know basically scoffed at 2.0 because it was like, yo, why are we getting? A rendition of NXT when there was literally nothing wrong with NXT. You know, I I like the color scheme they gave NXT because it was like super duper murky and dark. You know, ominous. I mean, I guess you was going for the Fight Club look, whatever. But I didn't mind the you know the the, the new set design. But and we were still gonna receive the, the level of matches that we were receiving. You know, I wouldn't have been mad at that. Um, but yeah, that's 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 my thing with dudes, man. Like it's you know, it's pieces there, like you said, that could be utilized in a in a fashion where, you know, it's new and it's 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 fresh. But 
like I like to say all the time, man, it's, it's a kid playing in the sandbox, you know, doing his free will. And that's it. This is so stupid. But now you got one, you got what? I don't get it, bro. You brought Dolph down there to, to compete for the NXT Championship. And then you got Tommaso Ciampa to do it or whatever. Like, like this is so, this doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like it doesn't, like it doesn't, it, none of it bodes well. None, none of it bodes well in any shape, fashion or form. Braun Breaker is dressed like Scott Steiner Jr. Like it's not even like remotely close. <laughs> got volleyball knee pads on bro. Like it's not, you know what I'm saying? His, his hands taped up. Bro, he, he looked like, this is like Vince. This is Vince in the 80s. This is Vince in the 80s. Weird ass names for people with with all weird, <laughs> weird ass character names and shit that don't make sense. We got, <coughs> we got, we got <coughs> now being called Gunther, which doesn't make fucking sense. Got motherfuckers out here just I don't I don't know, bro. I don't know anymore about life anymore with NXT. Like it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. It's just it's killing me. Like these matches used to be fucking exciting. They, they, they look like trash. I but let's let's just you know. Uh, I, I'm glad you did bring up Impact. Did you check out Sacrifice on I Saturday? I didn't did you get a chance to check the results at least? I didn't check out. I didn't check out none of the highlights. I know Josh Alexander is back. I'm excited about that because he whooped Moose ass. He fucked Moose up. Um, but on that though, no, I did not. I did not. You got a you got a new women's champion. Uh, oh oh, uh, Steel. Josh Steels. Yeah, um, you know, like you said, uh, Josh Alexander came back, so that was cool. Uh, let me go. Let me go look at the rundown. I'm gonna look at it right uh, now. Lady Frost defeated Giselle Shaw. Uh, Rich Swan and Mill Willie Mack versus Honor No More. Matt Tavern and Mike Bennett. Uh, Rich Wine and Willie Mack won that. X Division Championship, Trey Miguel versus Jake something. Trey Miguel retained. Uh, let's see, Eddie Edwards with Honor No More versus Rhino with Rich Swan, Willie Mack, Chris Saban. Eddie cool. Edwards, the company won. Uh, uh, then I just said that, uh, oh, Knockout World Tag Team Championships. Inspiration versus The Influence. And the influence one. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like you said, let me see, was it Jonah versus P Pico? Yeah. Yeah, I think Jonah Jonah ended up winning that. It's Jonah, up. formerly known as what was his name in uh, Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. And, and it's, it's not Pico, it's PCO. PCO, okay. Yeah, he crazy. I made. Story. I gave a whole new name. Okay. He's crazy. <laughs> he crazy. Like if you uh, feel good chance to watch him in those Ring of Honor days, that motherfucker is nuts. He's crazy. Yeah. Like literally putting his, putting his body all the way on the line. Yeah. Like not even. He looked like, like a fake Sub Zero from from Mortal Kombat Three, but. Yeah, but he's crazy. Like he got like one side like shaved and one side mo crazy, bro. I yeah. don't. I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to vote it well. Like to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. What else? Uh, Jay White defeated Alex Shelley. 
And um, your girl, Deanna Perrazzo, retained her women's championships, the AAA and ROH women's championships against Chelsea Green, who injured her wrist. Again. Same wrist again. So get well soon, Chelsea. Sit out, Chelsea. You need to sit your butt down. That's the same wrist you injured millions of times. Are you telling her that she should just become a valet or no? Because no, Chelsea can wrestle. She can actually wrestle. Chelsea can wrestle. Like she's actually a really good wrestler. That's in that wrist. She ain't gonna be able to feel nothing in her wrist no more. Like she's not gonna be able to feel yeah. nothing in her wrist no more. Yeah. Um. Oh, let's see what else. Uh, Vital by Design are the new Impact World Tag Team Champions. And Moose versus Heath. Moose retained. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure our, 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 you know, fearless Mr. Freeline was happy about that. <laughs> yeah, of course I am. Of course I am. Uh, of course I am. Uh, because that actually made me very excited to know that. Because um, at this point, um, that means we get Josh Alexander versus Moose, which is actually going to be decent. That's actually going to be a really, good, a really good match. Here we go. We got him back. We got him back. Here we go. We're back on now. Yeah, we just had to carry it a little bit, you know. You know. And it, put a little bit of carrying in there. Yeah, that's all right. Where is Kerry? Where's Killer Cross? When does he come back? Does anybody know? I think he's gonna be a part of that control for your narrative. That uh, the artist formerly known as Braun Strowman and EC3 are part and they're spearheading that. I'm trying to think who else I saw that was recently announced for that. Control your narrative. Let me see. It, it might it's, be on. Uh, it's like uh, EC3, Braun Strowman, who's not Braun Strowman anymore, is Titan. Adam Chair. And then there's a guy from Ring of Honor that's in there too. But I don't know his name. Yeah, he's in there too. Yeah. Real quick, Will, say something. So I know that 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 should that that should work. Yeah, see, I had some technical difficulties, but um, I fixed it. I guess uh, I needed to do some updating, didn't know. Um, but yeah, I've been sitting on the question all day with um, some of the things that have been happening in wrestling like recently. We've gone a whole nother week, and we've gotten another Veer Mahan's coming video in No Veer Mahan. Made me think. It's been a lot of wrestlers that had like vignettes and video packages leading into their debuts and whatever came or did not come of them. Which was the worst? Oh, that's easy. Uh, the motherfucker, the motherfucker with the spit and foam at the mouth thing, with the big ass head, uh, with the red, with the red trunks and black boots. I remember his name, but he was big as fuck and like spit when he talked and had like mental health issues. But it was right but he was racist. I don't remember his name. He was in NXT. You guys remember what I'm talking about? NXT? Yeah. Yeah, because he, he was supposed to be on the main roster. And then he was uh hold on. Hold on. Oh, that dude with the red trunks. Yeah. Remember it was him. Oh, oh, Dane. Uh Ricochet, Adam Cole, EC3. Oh, Lars Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan. Sullivan. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's the worst one. We were supposed to get Lars. Lars, remember? Lars is coming. And then the fucking came. It was like, 
Okay. Sure. He came. He just pre-came. Pause. Oh, <laughs> oh. Slow down. Slow down. Whoa, whoa, sir. Jesus. Slow down. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> That's what she said. Bro, you know, remember Lars Sullivan was supposed to be the next like that was that wasn't what they were banking on. He was he was strong as Brock Lesnar. He could do all those moves. They thought he was supposed to be in the monster and yeah. he just was you know. He was racist and he got caught for that racist tweet. And then he was like, Oh, I have mental health issues and he didn't want to wrestle no more. So he was done. That was it. Yeah, yeah. And then he did gay porn. Hmm? Y'all didn't know that? No. Oh, fuck. Y'all didn't know Lars Sullivan did gay porn. That's why Joe answer is so goddamn. <laughs> Look at Joe face. <laughs> Look at Joe face. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, homophobic WWE wrestler Lars Sullivan report starting gay porn. I told you, I would never steal you wrong. What's his name, Big Lars? <laughs> ah, hey bro, stop bro, stop bro. All right, I quit. <laughs> hey, that's what it was. WWE star who was fined a hundred thousand dollars for making homophobic comments before they once starred in gay adult films. Colorado-born wrestler Southern, who was called homophobia, sexism, has been linked to Randy Blue performer Mitch Bennett after two fans spied similarities between the two. Isn't it ironic? <laughs> that goes, man. That is messed up. You literally used to do gay porn. And then you get fined for making homophobic comments. Just like I wasn't gonna say Kenzo Suzuki, but Joe shit was on point. Yo. Yeah. Who? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You remember Kenzo Suzuki? No. On SmackDown? I know. I know. That's why that's a good answer. Who the fuck is Kenzo Suzuki? This is funny. Hold on. Look, look this shit up. Look up Kenzo Suzuki right now. Well, while he's looking up Kenzo Suzuki, let's break down the backlash that WWE 2K22 is. <laughs> Okay, so it looked like Joe found it very quickly. <laughs> so we'll touch on that in a second. <laughs> this nigga was trying to develop mental in the Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> he didn't the middle. It never happened. They made his vignette and wouldn't let him out of the middle. And the nigga went back to New Japan. <laughs> oh. oh, that's funny. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Hey, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's just funny to know that, like, who? Go ahead. No, go ahead. I got one more. Go ahead. No, no, no. We, we can touch on that real quick. Okay. Do you, remember, do, you remember, do you remember they made that video about that really big dude that was supposed to come out and Samoa Joe beat his ass and then we never saw him again? Do you remember him? Really big. Really huge. Huge. Aussie dude, like a huge Aussie dude. And they made this whole thing about him coming and then Samoa Joe came out and whooped his ass and he won his title shot back from uh, Shinsuke, I think it was at the time. Do you remember him? I don't remember him. Fuck. Oh. Oh, shit. 
uh, it was some dude. But they literally like, he's coming. And he came out. And he came yeah. out and got beat. Like, he got beat before Cook. <laughs> that was the one in that two championship. He did? I'm like five minutes behind it. Yes, I know. I'm fine, Mister. I'm sorry, sir. I thought you know why you watched it. My apologies. I'm watching it right now. I was literally why he. I'm, no, I wasn't even five minutes behind. I was like a minute behind. But see, no, that's a prime example of why talent that isn't really being utilized on the main roster could come and make an impact. Why couldn't we have a Dolph Ziggler and the Bobby Roode on the Black and Gold brand? You know, during that timeline where. They weren't really doing shit with them. Like, they ain't doing nothing with Oscar right now. Why Oscar can't, can't be down in NXT? Oscar, Oscar's injured. Oh, she's injured? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know she was injured. But, you know, just, just people that did not utilize, like, you know, not using Ricochet, but when they weren't using him, why he couldn't be down here? Like, you know. They could have sent the... They could have sent the Usos down at a few undisputed the Usos, era. right. During that timeline, like, who was the champ during that time? You wouldn't mind... Seeing the Usos going again. There's an undisputed era. Yeah, yeah. What? That would have been crazy. Undisputed yeah. era. Or if they did New Day, for example. These are the I said, no, I said New Day as well. Yeah, because we got that little one-off at the Survivor yeah. Series. So these are the things that could have. I didn't. Not that I wanted AEW to get buried or anything, but at least it would have made it way more competitive and compelling. If we're doing that and we're we're approaching them like they're competition, that's why I said it was kind of karma because we didn't approach this like they were a true threat. They were a threat. The fans are always talking about what what's wrong with WWE, what they don't like about WWE, you know. And I guess for whatever reason, WWE was on the high horse and they didn't think you know, hey, we were gonna de- uh, uh, detract and go to another you know show. What bothers me about what bothers me about all that is is like for example, um, there's so many matchups we could have gotten that we never are gonna be able to get now. We could have got AJ Styles versus Johnny Gargano. We could have got AJ Styles versus Tommaso Champion. We could have gotten um, fucking Seth Rollins versus any of those guys. We could have got we really could have got Roman Reigns versus Keith Lee down there. We could have got any one of those, and we never got the chance to like really be a part of those we missed out on a lot of great fucking matches and that's what that's what kills me about this because you had it in like you had it in front of you they weren't consistent with using nxt in the survivor series format which kind of took away from a lot of those mess situations that were right there in front of us to be had like we're seeing an AEW guys that were on the same brand for years having a match with each other for the first time on tv and that's like weird when they had the opportunity for so long just they didn't move them around like they were supposed to um <sighs> Dolph Ziggler being an NXT champion um says a lot about what I was saying about Braun Breaker but I also feel like it may be a sign but the way that they're trying to push him to try to find a way to, to like throw him on the main roster at the WrestleMania. So don't be surprised. Oh God, what that? No, why? We don't want them. 
buy up some new knee pads then if you're gonna go on the main roster. You can't walk around with the high school volleyball knee pads anymore. We gotta stop that. Yeah. I mean fuck it. If y'all gonna put him on the main roster, y'all doing what y'all doing already. Go ahead, let him dye his hair blonde, get the fucking chain um crown and start putting booty daddy on his damn trunks and just do it that way. I don't wanna see the colorful shit. Did you say booty daddy? No, booty nephew. Oh, booty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, what did you say? Fucking booty nephew. Bron. I mean, not Bron. Right. Bron. Yeah, Bron. Yeah. It just doesn't make any, it, it just doesn't make sense to have all these things in the one accord. And on top of that, we've been waiting for WWE 2K22 to come out for God knows how long, and it still got bugs and shit. It looks way better. It looks way better. It looks, looks great. Better. It looks great. But now the gameplay is hard to play, which they fixed the button, which no one asked for. We asked for better visuals. And uh, it's still shit. It's I'm not mad at the controls, though. It looked like it's the, the approach was trying to be more like a a, a fighting game uh, than like, you know, the, the regular wrestling, you know, whole X, tap X, you know what I mean? Like that type of shit. It's, it looks awesome though, but I, I that's why I kept telling everybody like it's a guy in a uh the wrestling group thread, uh I'm in with Will on Facebook, and he's just been giving us play by play the last couple of days on like reviews and people that's been playing it. I think it came out today officially. The yeah. Copy. <clears throat> I watched uh Chris Danger play it and he complained about the controls and it it you know what bro? My my problem has never been that my problem is never in the game itself, but like 2K20 was so fucking bad that then it was like, okay, bro, this game is this is really fucking bad, bro. You you gotta do better than this. Like like it like bro, it was bro, like like John Cena looked like somebody's stepfather throughout that whole game. Um, so, so we comb over. Yeah, so, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks' hair was all fucked up. Like it would be moving while she'd be standing still and shit. Like it'd be like. Wacky Waveable and Flavor 2 Man and shit. Watch oh, yeah. Probably somebody else here that at least Fox wig. Yeah, like it was a. Not, no, not the Alicia Fox, but come on. Oh, please cool. don't mention the goddamn Alicia Fox. Oh, but man. Bianca's, Bianca's little, little braid in 2K20 just was. It was definitely like that inflatable dude. Like that shit was just, it was just moving. She would be standing there and the, the, the braid is just. Doing it didn't be moving. Like, man. That's because she ain't put no. That's because she ain't put no relaxer in it. There you go. On the man's side, Roman's hair was always swishing. Like he didn't even have to be moving. It was just like okay. The yeah. film so, math was so like claymation. So is reality. Yeah, that shit was trash. And the bad part about that was the little story mode story. It wasn't a bad story. It was cool actually. It was, it was actually a good story. It was actually a good. But, we've been clamoring for a good story mode, and it was yeah, like it was. But the rest of that shit was trash. Uh, it, was like, it was a chore. You know how to say like a labor of love, a chore, whatever. Right. Like it was literally a chore to get through the story mode part of it because it was just kind of like, oh shit. It's hard because it's hard to really get through that and really be able to have that and be able to watch it fully and be yeah. able to watch it. Because it's a hard thing to be like, yo. I don't know, man. It's not, it's not a lot of smoke from here to me. Stop. Stop. Don't do it. Stop. Yeah. Uh, needless what? to say, there's been a lot of uh, chatter and a lot of chatter that uh, WWE may break their partnership with 2K 
as a result of this. And it's looking like EA Sports may be their next. Oh, gosh. Okay. No. No. Okay. Stop. No. Don't do that. No. EA Sports ain't made a decent game since Live 95. No. We're not doing that. (laughs) Damn. Fight Night. No, you are incorrect, sir, because what live was that? Was that 02? Which that one, live was that try- anything no, after old. No, no, the one, they la- the one live before, 05 was the last good one. What the one before Dwayne Wade? Was the one with Carmelo Anthony was the last. Yes, one. that's 2005. But live yeah. is that live 05? No, yeah. that's the last good one. Live 05. Okay, all right. So that, so that, so that, as that live 05, better mm. than 2K5. Better no, no, exactly. 2K, but that's two. You can't. It's apples and oranges. No, wait. 2K yeah, been wait. on a 2K been on a roll for a little minute, man. Like even yeah, when they did football, real quick, yeah, they had good, their momentum right? by then. Yeah, they engine and they made live. They made live. Two K five live versus two K five. That was a little a lot closer than. Yeah, because it fell off for whatever reason after that. that I don't know. Listen, Live 05 was simple. You either had a post game or you had somebody that could dunk. It was that simple. And like, it was the easy thing to do. You would dribble around a motherfucker and you would yam on a motherfucker. You couldn't shoot threes for shit. It was trash. <laughs> couldn't have the fucking ball. Pick and roll with shit. Like nobody was really shooting threes back then. What do you mean no one was shooting threes? Did you had your textbook like Reggie Miller's like it, but it's nowhere near like today, bro. But that nah, game, nah, I was seven for twelve. Nah, with trail what you mean? Nah, I'm about to say in the trail, you nah, should go. Nah, nah, you said two thousand five, and nah, that was that was when the sun started at that seven. Right, that was right. Mm-hmm. It was trash. That shit was trash. It was booty, bro. Hey man, look, man. Live 05. The last good game EA made was either Fight Night. Fight night round two. Uh motherfucking uh Dev Jam. Not not the last one. Not the last, not icon. Not, not icon. icon. Those are those are their only good games. Their only good games are those games. And the NFL Street and the NBA Street. Both NBA Street Volume 2. NFL Street was trash. I don't care what anyone says. It's trash. It's booty. NFL Street is NFL Street is booty. It's trash. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. It's, it's, no, see, okay, it's, blitz, it's blitz revisited. It's all it is is blitz no, revisited. I mean, true, true enough. Just like it, NBA Street was kind of just NBA Jam. It was just updated version. Yeah, but but see, like see, NBA Street Volume Two is a classic because it had the announcer, the music, and it has some. It, it, it has some shit. NBA Street Volume Two has some shit. It has some heat on it. Yeah, it has some shit. But like like that's Fight Night will always go down as one of the best box games of all time. There's no okay. way about it of all time. And then uh, the the Dev Jam the Dev Jam ones were just classic. They were just good fighting games. It was good to see no 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 trade. It was good to see our people have a good fucking fighting game. That's all it really was. You know what I'm saying? We had yeah, you know, in a row. That was that was great to see. <laughs> right, right. And they and they were and they were all high summer games too. So we deserved those. But to what what WWE needs to do is is go back to go back to Ukes. They can't go back to Ukes because Ukes is working with AEW. Well, you better find a way. Cause, cause oh, that's if, why they have to go to. They need CHQ, man. He said he was, was going to be a double agent. Yep. Because if I'm you, because I'm like highest bidder, go. Say that one more time, uh, Will. They need THQ bad. Yeah. If they, if they, yeah, yeah, that's true. They need. They that's need to they go. Need. They need to go back to those PS. They, they have to go back to those PS two days, those PS three days, 
of when it was like SmackDown versus Raw, uh, SmackDown later SmackDown, all those all those joints. They those were Those were Utes. THQ was part of those too. Yeah, but they were they were like the you got the developers and then you got the um, distribute distributors. So THQ was like the distributor slash producer. Utes was like the main developer. You're absolutely right. Absolutely that's right. why that's why AW went and snatched it. Hey, Tony Khan's a smart dude, man. He he's basically taking pieces out of out of Vince's book, pages that out of Vince's book. That wasn't Tony. Even the, the video game. That wasn't Tony. That was Kenny Omega. Because Kenny Omega games. Tony asked him who he should go with. He said use. Because because he because they were going to create a New Japan game the same way New Japan wasn't going. They didn't want they didn't they didn't want anybody over America to really buy that game like that. They weren't really pushing that. They wanted yeah. to actually watch the wrestling and not buy the fucking game. So when Kenny Omega got to AEW, which is probably one of the main reasons why he got here, for that fucking video game. It's gonna, cause he wants it to be like similar to the old 64 games. When it was like, uh, what was that, that, that WCW? Uh, WCW versus NWO, yep. NWO versus the world, uh, yep. WrestleMania 2000. Yeah, those, the, the, those, those are great games. Yeah. Those are great games, you know what I'm saying? So those, so that's, that's gonna be the goal for what, for what's supposed to happen. At that point, or whatever. But so yeah. this is my thing, right? Now I didn't really play the UFC games. Like I heard they're good. You know, I, I know their their character models and all that stuff looks great. Um, and like you said, you know, we we've seen them do stuff. EA Sports, that is, with boxing and other fighting games. At times, they've been good. So I'm not going to take a crap on it completely. They may do need to just leave. 2K because 2K isn't known for fighting games. You know what I'm saying? They tried their hand at a boxing game years ago. I think that was Mike Tyson uh, uh, something. They had licensed the boxing game with him and that didn't go nowhere. But yeah, just yeah. Then, you know what I'm saying? That was it. But it might just need to split at this point, man. Especially if you had two years basically to do this game and it still came out buggy. Like, yeah, no, bro, I'm, I'm good. They waited. Yeah, they waited. It might be time. They waited two years to put the game out, and they put the, so much visual into it. You're like, yeah, this shit gonna be lit. But then the gameplay is now trash, and now we don't know how good the story actually is gonna be now too, because that's gonna be a problem. And it, it's just, it's it's a real messed up concept of what they have going and how they have everything set up for it. Like it's not going. Sounds like to me, LED boards and the Thunderdome might be better than this game. Nope. I mean, you know, as a consumer, though, you just have to be careful with the, the stuff you're buying. Like, I got this PS5 and I, I, I got a handful of games, like, literally. <laughs> I'm still playing shit off of PS4 because it hasn't been a lot of great games to come out. Because when something like that that you're waiting on comes out, it's full of bugs. Mm -hmm. Hell, the Spider-Man that came out was full of bugs. You had to get an update as soon as you put it in the PS5. The mouse, the one with mouse? Yeah. And that and that that's got a great story. Well, that's well, that's it because, bugs in it. That's and this is off the rest of the subject in general. That's because there's no one really putting out games anymore, because now everybody's trying to have the most immersive technology. And the problem with that is, is that takes away from the story. For example, Horizon Zero Dawn was an amazing game for PS4. PS5, it's just as amazing because it's their product, so they mm -hmm. focused it in and they really made it a good story all over again. Or whatever. They're not gonna push any games now. Because they now they have to compete with um, games that already have like buy-ins. Like GTA Five will still be GTA Five. It's ten years running, 
still good. Call of Duty, four years running, still good. They want to move games into that mode where you can make money with one game instead of having to put out a new game every year. And the problem with that is, is every game shouldn't be built like that. Like the reason why people appreciate the new Horizon Zero Dawn is because it goes back to that old game mentality where it's like you played the first one, so you got to play the second one. Just like just like with Assassin's Creed or whatever. But now yeah. people are trying to create these uh, in-game purchases, these buy-in purchases where let's make a game last as long as we possibly can. Like, not to and not to sound crazy, EA saw the future in doing that by adding boxers a long time ago when they had Fight Night Round yeah. Two. Yeah, they, they figured it out. And then they did Fight Night Champion and they were adding boxes as they were doing it. Um, the problem with that is, is that if you're WWE, do you want to do it that way where you keep gaining money that way, gaining traction that way? Because if I'm them, I'm not doing that. I release too many wrestlers to do that. And, they're, and they're, they've already announced a couple of DLCs where you're going to get like Yokozuna. You're going to get, uh, I think the NWO aren't ready playable. Like you nope. have to, like, you have to buy them, if I'm not mistaken, if you didn't get the uh, NW Life. Uh, For life, you got to purchase it. Yeah. You purchase it. So they're kind of headed that way, too. Like, where you're going to basically get that that active roster, and then the Legends, you're probably going to have to start buying them. I, I think, but that's, and, and and that's cool. That's okay, but, like, okay. There's a, there's a, there's a YouTube channel I follow called Element Games. Element Games. I follow them, too. Yeah, Element Games makes great storylines for wrestling. With like, they've made great storylines for wrestling. Is with, with, with 2K or is it 19? It's 2K? It's with uh, 2K19. 19, yeah. And they just keep making up different storylines. Like they have like an NWO Hollywood with John Cena. Hollywood Cena is the greatest Hollywood thing. Hollywood Cena, yeah. That shit. And then that like, like when I wasn't, like when WWE started being shut, I'm like, I'm just gonna watch Element Games. It's five minutes of a story of different characters. They got like Kurt Angle coming back. Yeah. Dude, did you see when Rick Flair got shot? Yeah, <laughs> bro. I swear to God, if you just want like just like a new fresh take on wrestling with like a great story, like because it's an old school storyline spectrum. Every week we get a different storyline to add a storyline, bro. And that's why I'm not like if I'm if I'm WWE or AEW, I'm reaching out to those guys, the ones that create off the brain, Chris Danger, um, Element Games. All those guys that really know how to like create, like who are immersed in wrestling and know storylines for gaming too, pick their brain about certain shit. Who would you want to see pushed? How would you push this person? Because they're the viewer. You don't have to really go with their opinion, but you can really like watch how they can create the dynamic of it all. Like you can see them create it in the actual game. Like I think Chris Danger made this whole thing where it was Chris Danger and then he had a son and then he had to face Undertaker's son because Undertaker, it was a whole like yeah. new metaverse of like characters or whatever. And it mm. made sense. And it made sense because there was a slow, there was a build, there was a story, there was a script, there was a timeline, there were surprises. And even when something was dull, there were still little like Easter eggs in it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's what makes that, that like, that's why Element Games is so exciting. Like, like he, like he, number one, number one, Hollywood Cena was genius. Yeah. Like, take I want y'all to find some time and really sit down and, like, binge that shit. Like, Hollywood Cena, the development of it, everything that came of it, like, that shit went in so many different directions. Like, uh, he's even pushing people 
that we really would want to see in a certain positions. Like Bobby Roode was like Triple H Jr. dude. Like he had the long hair with the glorious mm. theme song, yeah. but it was mixed with the NWO theme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he bought back the World Heavyweight Championship over Universal title. Like yeah. it's, it's deep. Like, and it's, and it's different strings. It's different strings and pieces to it. So it's not one of those like, and the video is not like more than like what, like seven minutes, eight minutes long, or whatever. Seven, eight minutes long, average. Yeah, so, so you're not, so you're not going in. But but once you've watched one, an hour and a half will go past, and you realize you watched all twelve, just trying to catch up to it. Like that's how good the storyline is, though. Hmm. Like real shit. Like real, like real, for real. Like if you got nothing to do, I will go to Element Games, and I think he has playlists for him too. Just go down. Yeah, this one. yeah. Yeah. Just go down the playlist, bro. It's fire. Like a lot of. A lot of the shit, like a lot of the shit that, like the reason why I complain about storylines so much is because a casual person with a uh, with with editing equipment, a console, and gaming can create a whole metaverse of wrestlers and create a whole dynamic of NWOs and different things, and he can make them kind of. He can make this like this this whole different world with just that gaming. So now you're talking about people who do it professionally, who can't make me understand why we're getting Stone Cold with Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens, even though it's nice, going to be nice to see, and why we're getting Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. I don't understand that. Like I don't get that. Like the average person who sits on their couch who watches wrestling, who knows video games has created a whole world with the capabilities of being able to work with those pieces. And keep in mind, on 2K20, you can't make these guys speak. So he's writing their promos and he's setting up their promos about what they're gonna say, about what they're gonna do, whatever. So he set that shit up for them in the first place. So all he's doing is playing the game out at this place. So, so think about it like this. You put a video out every Tuesday or Wednesday, right? You create a script, you create promos, it lasts eight minutes long or whatever. Now it's just for those eight minutes. Think about if you reach out to this guy and be like, what would you do with Ricochet if you have to do it? How would you do it? Give me give me a, a six month program and give it to me by in the next two weeks. That changes the dynamic of everything. That changes everything. He could do it. Yeah, he could do that shit. KG could do that shit. Will could do that shit. I don't, I, like that shit, cause it's, it's not a hard thing to do if you just get someone who sits down and knows wrestling. Knows yeah. professional wrestling. Not somebody who watches it, knows fucking professional wrestling. Someone who can go back and be like, in the 90s, this happened. But what if we tweaked it and made the story a little different? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, it, it's, that's why it bothers me so much that these these billionaires that have this money can't just simply reach out to like somebody who just is just good with wrestling. Like, I love Cody. And I love um, Paul. Love those guys. But they're going to get old. You got to get somebody else. You you got, you have to, bro. It's I guess that's the pitfall and the good, the, also the joy of the era of technology mm-hmm. that we're in mm-hmm. because you're able to see just a regular degular person like yourself, like all of us sitting here that just happens to love professional wrestling and say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna create my own storylines. And those storylines nine times out of 10 end up being better than what you're getting on TV. Yeah. And 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 it's because maybe because of that fact that, you know, it's something they grew up with, they love, they actually care about it. Like 
you know, remember that 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 comedian that they that WWE legit hired last year, and she couldn't tell you what Bobby Lashley's real name, like his name was. She said Bobby something, and yeah. she was like, I can't believe they're gonna pay me all this money. I don't know a thing about wrestling. Yeah, I, I believe that happens a lot more often than we realize. You know, they're hiring people that are like ex soap opera writers and people that don't have any kind of connection to the product. And that's that's doing the the company a disservice. That's doing the fans a disservice. Everything around, you know, capitalism at the end of it. It isn't about wrestling anymore. That's because the audience that they're trying to reach, sad to say it, they're trying to reconnect with the mainstream audience on the same wavelength of the time period of you know the overly mentioned attitude era but what they're doing is they're taking away from wrestling and incorporating too many entertainment elements and by doing that they're trying to use entertainers to reach that audience but here's the thing there are wrestling fans that are used to a certain story, a certain storyline, a certain story arc. And we know what we want. And for years, and I mean years, I can't put a number on it, but it's really been a little while where everything that we've outright said we wanted to ask for has either been delayed or just downright hasn't happened. To the point we can, we can barely enjoy it. Like, Wrestling never sucks so bad, like, like it does now. Collectively, like, if you really think about it, even from the indies to the main everything, I I, I don't want to say the pandemic killed wrestling, but even up to the point we got here, it just kind of, like, everything that we've been seeing is so fucking forced and predictable. Yeah, I agree with that. I I feel... I, I, I feel remiss to say that even like after a while, what felt good about wrestling was um, when you had a lot of options for wrestling mm-hmm. because you could get like different pieces everywhere. But now it's almost like some of the stuff you want to get the pieces from, they're underwhelming. Like Revolution was underwhelming. WrestleMania looks like it's going to be underwhelming, and I'll be honest, I'm not excited to watch Dynamite tomorrow. I, was, I, 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 there's nothing on there for Dynamite for me that's really going to be anything that's worth watching. Um, I'm just, I'm in a space now. Where honestly, when it comes down to it, with with wrestling and everything in general, like I can basically now see what's going to happen because. I would say between us, there's like 20, we've probably been watching wrestling all collectively, individually, 20 years plus. 20 years plus in this room. Like each each person, probably 20 years plus. I'd be remiss to say that. Like, and so like now you, there's no fooling us about something that what happens, but when it does happen and we get surprised, it's like, okay, good. It's a good, a fresh start, do some more. And I'm, Right along with the pickle correct uh pickle wrestling fans. I know I am. I know for a fact I am. Because I lived in an era 
where you would switch watching Monday Night Raw to Monday Nitro, and they were both good. They were both fucking good. And you had to pick a side, and you really couldn't fucking pick. Shit, the, the, the match, the match when, when uh, the matches when Goldberg was white hot, when Eddie Guerrero was kicking ass every week, when Chris Jericho was going up against Dean Malenko. Um, and then on the other side of the spectrum, there was Bill the Heat with Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Bret Hart was always kicking ass in the ring when he had a ring. Stone Cold and Vince McMahon were going back and forth. And The Rock, someone who looked like me, was a prevalent star in there. Come on, bro. Like, it, this shit, that shit was epic. So now you're telling me right now with all the talent that you got, with some of the guys that you picked up, that you can't give me a decent storyline, an okay storyline? I don't need the whole Attitude Era with boobs thing. It'd be nice. I'm not going to lie about that. But still, bro, give me something. Thanks, you guys, Vision. Hey, did anybody else think that the boobs were coming back when they did Raw Underground? I did think they were coming back when they did Raw Underground. I really did. I got excited. Hey, G, question for you, buddy. Good job, man. On the uh, Hot Take Wrestling page this week, first time we posted Match of the Week, and you nominated the Red Dragon, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and uh, Young Bucks triple threat match that took place at Revolution. So tell us uh, and tell you know the people that's listening, man, why was that your pick in the you know what I'm saying? The debut of that particular type of post. Because everything else was shit. <laughs> oh, there that you have it. Like AG, but okay. <laughs> but um, fair enough. Nah, um, I I picked it because uh, I enjoyed the false finishes. That was one, uh, and, and then a lot of the match was just executed really well as well. Um, from a standpoint that. You know, obviously we saw just we saw everybody getting involved. That was what I really like. So nobody really seemed like the weak link in the match. Uh Luchasaurus looked strong, but at the same time he also he also looked vulnerable. You know, I think Nick Jackson hit him with that springboard Canadian destroyer. I've said this before, I, I don't like to see people like at least he didn't kick out of it. So he was down for a little bit. So he didn't actually go for a cover. That was one of those moves where it's just like, damn. Like <laughs> precision that it takes to pull that off. We saw the doomsday device. Uh, from Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. So that's always a great homage to see that pulled out for uh, LOD. So I, I, I always have pop for that. Um, also just the fact that we had the Young Bucks and Red Dragon, you know, look like they were in collusion, that they were going to take out, you know, Jurassic Express, but then eventually they start going for covers. So, you know, you start getting the storyline within the triple threat. So that's good that they're doing a slow build for that. So that, that, that was why I, that was my pick. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to give the audience right now spoilers. If you're going to go back and watch, I'll give you my login. So you go back and watch it. I'm not going to let you pay for it. I'm going to just take the hell of myself. <laughs> there you go. I'm, I'm not, I'm cause I'm not going to put nobody else through that. That was, that was so underwhelming. I said, there was like, You had to come down from the high eventually, my friend. I'm, I'm sorry it happened to you on Sunday. No, you, you, you didn't give it to me on Dynamite. Give me, give, give me my low on Rampage. Do not make me pay $50 and then give me one of your worst performances for a match. 
You bought Ring of Honor. You could have had Jonathan Gresham come out and whoop had at Hangman Page's ass. You could have had them interrupt every ass. You know what you could have had? Ring of Honor Invasion. Bye, bye, bye. Have an impact. Just do it everywhere. Simultaneously on both, on both, both of them, on both pay-per-views. Anything, anything. You, you, you couldn't have Kenny Omega come back, but we know he's not coming back. He, Kenny Omega good. I'm, I'm for the rest. I've been kicking ass all year. I'm not going to do the rest of this shit. You could have given me so much. I did not need Jade Cargill to kiss that woman. It was nice. Not going to lie about it. It's okay. It's all right. But I didn't need that. I mentioned chocolate payday. Yes. Yes, a chocolate payday. Yes. <laughs> this is so much shit for this fucking promo. I don't even know how the fuck we're going to fit it in one minute. Or was it outrageous? <laughs> we going to make it work because, boy, what? What? Okay. All right. <laughs> and then, like, I, 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 I didn't need, I did, I did need all the interference for DMD and Thunder Rosa. You no. had a, you had one of the you had one of the if not one of the best matches of all time without any interference. Why are you doing that again? Doesn't make sense because on on because I guarantee you on Dynamite I better see Thunder Rosa come out there ring ask for another rematch and that better happen at the next pay per view and you better be building it that way. You better be getting us back in that story because I swear to God yeah, they, they announced that uh, she's supposed to face Layla Hurst for number one contender match. I am not. So, well, I'm assuming that even if even if Thunder loses, they're probably going to go back to that double or nothing. Like I said, um, I guess they're kind of back into a corner because they don't have a whole lot of depth in the women's division, so they kind of have to. Yeah, that's true. They really only had, they really only have, well, she took the title off Sheeta, so they're not going to go back to that. Plus, she's still feuding with Serenity right now. Uh, they already, the problem was when they're only doing four pay-per-views a year, they have to do some matches on Dynamite because Ruby and Britt, at least the promo exchange they had alone, that could have been on pay-per-view, uh, built to a pay-per-view match, but they already did that. And it's not that they can't revisit it, but I don't know if they are. Because I'll be honest with you, grass ain't always greener. Nope. And it's not that she was saying that she wanted out necessarily because they did release her. And I don't remember her throwing no fits. So actually, I'll rephrase that grass isn't always greener. I'll say that for... Who could I say that for? Maybe Adam Cole? I mean, granted. Because my thing is this. I don't mind seeing people lose where they go after the title. But to me at least lose a championship before they go after the title. You know, because they lost the TNT championship and then went to the world championship. At least that made sense. You know, oh, but you know what? It was lights out, so don't count against the record. What? Like, I think it makes sense to me. Um, But yeah, the women just don't have a lot of depth because um, they already used Chris Statlander at All Out. That was a good match against Britt Baker, but... They really don't have They don't have a lot. Um, I, they, that's why they went with Thunder already. I agree with you. 
and I, and I totally agree with you. So that's not to even like put anything under the bus. My thing is this: yeah. so, Serena Deeb is your best heel right now. She's one of your best heels. Serena Deeb is kicking ass in that five minute challenge. She is whooping ass. You need to make that, you need to up that one a bit more and try to get her in the ring with some of these girls so she can give them points. They need help. Kushida, the whole Kushida Serena Deeb thing. Yeah, it's good, but you know, come on, it, it's 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 climax some time ago. It's been climax. Let's move on from there. Move right along. <laughs> you said climax. Move on. Words in front of Matt. Let's move forward. Yeah, let's move forward for real. Because if it's because if you're not because if you're doing Kashida D, if, if, I'm sorry, Kashida D. If you're doing Kashida, anybody, Kashida versus it's, you call it Kashida, you who call Kashida. Rushida, yeah, Rushida, D. Rushida, Rushida. Rushida. You I listen. You if you're doing, if you're doing you the young lady, that was one champion. You have made three wrestlers into one. <laughs> you my, he's your creator <laughs> wrestler game is strong. Hey, I know, bro. He said Kushida, 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 Hukaru Shida, and Serena D. Hukaru C. Hukaru D. Where you Kushida D. Sorry, Kushida D. I, listen, yeah, we still listen, love you, though, bro. Listen, I don't. I listen. I don't know the young lady that she is on a hug. She's on a hug. <laughs> She's on a hug, my guy. TikTok has every listen. Our TikTok be blazing with shit like that. It be blazing with shit like that. They have a whole thing about wrestlers that were on the hook, and she's one of them. You're welcome. Tic-tac and he ain't talking killer crafts, baby. <laughs> I don't know, I strongly suggest y'all get that damn, y'all give it that shit. Because it, it's attached to the, uh, it's attached to our Twitter, so you can just log in from your phone if you go to Twitter. The log in and take that from there, it'll go right to the next page after that. All right. With that being said, oh, what I want to say was that lady, Jade Cargill, boom, epic program. Long as possible, add some triple threats in there with like Layla Hirsch and some other people and keep adding that lady and let them build from there. Okay, moving on. Uh, I think that's what we're going to call it. I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it, though. I'm going to call it because we'll be up here all night talking about more wrestling. Boy, that week, we'll, we'll be up in this month till like midnight. You know? We ain't going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we covered another, a lot of ground. We did. We covered a lot of ground. Uh, so we, we, need, we need some room for next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that next week will be a, a little couple more weeks before WrestleMania. We'll probably mm-hmm. see a little bit more from Rampage, things of that nature. Yeah, two two weeks before WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I asked y'all, what are we doing for the food? Hey, you gonna <laughs> do what, pizza? Are you a pizza? Like pizza, some shit. Gonna do we? pizza? Yeah, we might go live. Pizza and wings, you know. Was it Saturday and Sunday or Friday? Friday? I'm more. Like we had the the the, the no barbecue, bread, right? no water, <laughs> just so I was, meat. I'm like, so if Will come this time, I'm like, I know Will know about the tacos and shit. So I'm like, he probably can find like the ill taco place. Hell yeah, hell like, yeah. Like a nice, nice little taco platter. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know a spot in Milwaukee that got them for like a pan for like thirty bucks, boy. Like, like seriously. Look at the devil's grin on KG face. <laughs> the tacos and whiskey, my friend. Tacos, whiskey. Um, I'm, I'm I thinking about different. I was different. I was thinking different what, tacos. What day? What, what day? Huh? You gotta relax. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. 
You gotta relax while which type of taco after we had to get out that oh. white woman. Get out that ginger and focus, KG. Focus, focus. You are the problem right now. Focus. Is that de- is de- is definitely not candidate dry. <laughs> Wanted moist. <laughs> <laughs> that up, Thanks for listening to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. The Hot Take Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by the NMG Network, a division of NMG Enterprises, LLC. 